With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Love Zone USA with yours truly. On this uh, January 30th, Mike T here live with you. And we are going to get into some real good music tonight. Along with uh, featuring our... uh, special guests and ladies and gentlemen before i get into that let me just say this is the love zone usa where you can listen to your heart and we live love and learn we're here to educate elevate and entertain and we've been doing that for 10 years on the internet that's right the love zone usa has been doing it 10 years right here with yours truly And what we're going to do each month, we're going to feature some of our shows or segments of our shows in the past 10 years and let you reminisce with us. And we're going to do that once a month. So we're going to kick it off tonight with our 10-year celebration along with my birthday. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, but we're going to celebrate it tonight because we're 10 years in and we're going to hit the groove tonight. I'm going to feature uh, two people that have uh, been on our show uh, in the past 10 years. And uh, that's going to be Danny Glover, along with Vesta Williams, God rest her soul. You're going to hear excerpts from their interviews with yours truly a little later on, and uh, we're going to feature them tonight. So I want you to sit back, relax, and most of all, enjoy. We're going to talk about some of the things that we accomplished in the 10 years, and uh, we're going to tell you about some new things that are going going to be going on. One of the new things that will be going on this year is a new website, along with a lot of brand new shows. But before I tell you about something new, I must say that recently with the passing of Kobe Bryant, a legend in the NBA, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say we here at the Love Zone USA, as well as Social Media Entertainment Radio, that's our new station name we uh, send out our condolences to Vanessa and all the families who lost loved ones especially Kobe Bryant and Gigi we here uh, also mourn the loss and uh, feel bad about what happened it is just a horrific tragedy and that's why you should live each day as if it's your last. I wrote a song about it. We'll talk about it later on tonight. It's called Do It Any Way You Wanna. But we'll do that a little later. But right now, I just had to send out my condolences to the families who lost loved ones recently, and especially Vanessa and her daughters for the passing of Kobe Bryant and Gigi. And this show that I'll be bringing you... uh in just a few weeks. It's called Smooth Groove. And we're going to give you a preview of that right about now as we kick things off tonight. Here's the type of music you're going to be listening to when you 
listen to the smooth groove. And who is it for? It's for hardworking people because I know we're all going to be working hard in 2020. A new year and a new decade. So I want to kick things off for those of you who want to listen to some smooth grooves after work. Yeah, it can come from any genre of music. And that's the way we do it around here with variety because that's the spice of life. And to kick things off with the smooth groove, just to give you a preview, this is my man. His name is Will Downing here on the Love Zone USA. Yeah, it don't stop. Thank you. 
What's going on? It's me, your man, Will Downing. I'll be spending the evening with you, my fans, in the love zone, in the love zone, in the love zone. So be sure to tune in on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Can't wait to see you in the love zone, in the love zone, in the love zone, in the love zone.
to Will Downing there on the Love Zone USA with yours truly celebrating 10 years on internet radio where we like to educate, elevate, and most of all, entertain. You know, in the past 10 years, we've accomplished a lot, but we've got a lot more to do. And one of the things that I'm very uh, thankful and proud of that we've accomplished is being on uh, just about every platform. And that's uh, platforms like you can hear us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And when I came on board, we only had Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes. And a young lady who uh, took over operations that we'll be talking about a little later on in the show, well, she brought on iHeart and Spotify. Yes, and uh, we'll tell you her name. Well, I'll tell it to you right now. Denise Duran. She's our operations manager and keeps the glue around here. And uh, we're going to talk about all our staff uh, a little later on in the show. But as I told you, tonight is special because we're going to be featuring some of our past celebrities. And the two that we'll be featuring is Danny Glover and Vesta Williams. They're coming up in just a little while. But right now I'm going to get into more music with Mr. Richard Elliott. This is entitled Mango Tango on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
Zone USA is proud to present and tribute to the star's honoree and legend, Mr. Leon Huff. Hi, this is Leon Huff. Join me as I stop by the Love Zone USA to share stories about the past, the present, and the future, as well as talk to all the groovy people groovy listening people. to the Love Zone USA.
Mr. Lou Rawls and groovy people here inside the Love Zone USA with yours truly, Mike T. On the Love Zone USA, 10 years running. That's right, 10 years strong. So uh, one of the new things that we're going to be doing around here, we're going to be, uh, you know, changing the name of the station. Now, probably you know that we've been on the Love Zone USA and we're going to keep the name, and that's going to be my show, which I'll still be doing. But the name of the station is going to be Social Media Entertainment Radio. And the tagline is for those who'd rather talk than text. Because a lot of times you uh, want to say something about something, a current event, and you're driving along, or you might be listening to the Love Zone at that time. Well, we're going to make it uh, easy for you. You just pick up the phone and call. Instead of just texting. So if you want to make a comment or a suggestion, you'll be able to do that. And we're going to also allow you to do it 24-7. You'll be hearing all about how to do that on our new radio channel. Social Media Entertainment Radio. Yeah. We're the new voice of social media. Here on the Love Zone USA, well, I'm going to get into this brand new one. Or oh, It's new for us. It's by Stevie Wonder and Ariana Grande. And when we come back, we'll be getting into Mr. Danny Glover here inside the LoveZoneUSA.com. See the girl with the diamonds in her shoes. She walks around like she's got nothing to lose. You see the go-getter. She's everybody's side. She's the queen of the city, but she don't believe the hype. She's got her own elevation, holy motivation. So I wrote some letters on big gold I got
and I'll be joining Mike T on the Love Zone USA and feature some of my past and present music for you to enjoy. So be sure to tell a friend and tune in to Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on thelovezoneusa.com where you can listen to your heart and live, love, and learn.
say you should feel that Come here About that time that I bring you our first segment, like I said, celebrating our 10 years here on the internet, we're going to be featuring some of our shows. So right now, let's get into it. I'm going to take you back. God rest your soul, rest in peace. This is an interview that I did with the lovely, I think you're going to enjoy it, the beautiful Miss Vesta Williams on the LoveZoneUSA.com. A beautiful song by a great group. Uh, that's Ray Goodman and Brown, and they're going to be here at our uh, February 24th Black History Month, where we're going to do champagne toast and tribute to the stars. And I've got a star with me tonight that this show is all about. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I've had the chance to, uh, I guess, meet her back in the day when I worked at WNJR, and here she is. Do we have Vesta here live? Hello, Vesta. Ray Goodman and Brown. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That sounded so good to me. How you doing, Mike? Oh, you, I'm doing great, Vesta. How are you doing? I know you're great, but how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good now that you're <laughs> you all, You all good in the neighborhood? I'm good in the hood. <laughs> I, well, I'm feeling like a Bowen Hill villain. Oh well, you you going with your bad self, girl. Mm-hmm. I I got to start with you because I my producer said you you got some other things lined up, so we got to get you. Well, in you know, and get it's all about out, getting huh? that single, getting that progress. But I I told him not to send you that text. I said you said thirty minutes, cool. I'm cool with that. I just had like right. a, a well, fifteen twenty minute window, but you know, on the other side of that, I can push it back if necessary. I got I got text okay. too, email all that. This is this is your show. This is do it any way you want it. <laughs> do it any way you want to do it. Do it any way you want to. I remember that too. Now let's go back. You got to You got I understand that your father was a disc jockey in Ohio. My what father started out as a disc jockey in the '60s, and he went on to be a one of the first black anchormen. My father was on Channel Seven, ABC Eyewitness News in Los Angeles. That's how yeah. I got here from Ohio. Wow, I, I I saw a little bit of something about that, and I said, I got to check on that with girlfriend. Oh, yeah. My so, father was an Emmy Award-winning anchorman. And his name was? Hugh, Hugh, no, he's deceased. Hugh, oh. H-U-G-H, like Hugh Jackman, Hugh Graham, uh-huh. Hugh G, middle name, Williams. Well, we got to look him up, because he, Definitely uh, I do, he, definitely do. Mm, and did Google he, that. Did, you get, did he get a chance to see you start your career in the Absolutely. Industry? Absolutely. Oh, Congratulations was his favorite song. Oh, yeah. And we can like, do something with that when, a little bit. But when I went to his, when I, mm, okay. Go ahead. You said it's go my ahead. show, but go ahead. Would well, you need to go to commercial or something? Gone. No, 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 no. I want to know what you're getting ready to say because I got something else for you. <laughs> All right, well, give me what you got. I heard that you were started off as a stand-up comedian. Is that true? No. 
That's not true. I, I have incorporated comedy into my act. I do a plethora of things. I do impressions. I do stories. I'm a storyteller and I and obviously a songstress. But uh, when you come to my show, you get a full spectrum. You get a full show. You don't get one or two things. You get about four or five. And I'm a, I'm a dancer, too. Uh, well, <laughs> in looking to do this interview, I saw a lot of your videos. But mm-hmm. before I go any further, I I must ask you because I check with your I check with the, your your peeps. Right. <laughs> Was this okay? And you are looking absolutely fantastic. So I Thank know the you. women in our audience mm-hmm. want to know what did you do to lose that weight. That's not, not that new. Before, y'all don't huh? y'all don't read yet, huh? That's not new at all. <laughs> That's got about fifteen years on it. Y'all behind. Oh, well, first man. and foremost, let me if you want to know. First and foremost, yeah. I had a trainer that was my fiance. That helps. He was snatching okay. biscuits and every damn thing else out of my mouth. <laughs> but that's the reason why we didn't walk down the aisle, though. He whittled me all the way down, and then we had to part our ways. We're still friends. Nothing nasty to say about him. Nothing but love for him. But you okay. know, I still I learned how to eat properly. I drink a lot of water. I do no sodas whatsoever. I can't right. soda is nothing but you might as well just just put some colored water and some sugar and some preservatives or whatever that is they put in that no sodas um no juice juice has a lot of sugar hidden sugars there's sucrose okay. fructose you know different types of oses um I do raw sugar and honey and I like Truvia that's I'm not promoting anything but that's what I personally like to use because I know where it comes from it's plant based um, I work out as much as possible. I have a small trampoline in my home, a small, not big, small okay. trampoline. I have okay. I have exercise equipment, and I like to walk. I like Ooh. to walk. I like I like to get my cardio in like that. And then I it's scenic where I live, so it's it's nice to walk around and look at trees and listen to birds chirp and things. I got you. I got you. So let's get right into this. Congratulations. This is a story about a woman who was, I guess, left at the altar, or which I wrote, got to the altar, which, which I, which wrote. I co-wrote with Gary Floyd Prim and Tina Clark. Yep. And why did you write this song? Play it. We talk about it. New? Go ahead and huh? play about it. We talk about it after you play it. All right. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> We're gonna do it Vesta's way tonight. <laughs> Well, if you say it's my way, baby, it's my way or the highway. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, we're going to come back to Vesta, but I got to do this inside the zone. Here inside the love zone, here's Congratulations, written by Vesta Williams. The tears dry 
Well, you're in the screen. You're in the screening room there, Pastor. We, we answer those questions. Oh, but you know what? I don't need to repeat them twice. I've been doing. I'm a veteran. I've been doing this a long time. I know you have. I, I don't know need to you be have. doing it over and over. And I mean, you know, if you're gonna ask me the same thing, I mean, what the who? Maybe he just wants to see if I'm gonna go like this. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> I'm not gonna ever do that. <laughs> well, tell me about this uh, thing with Lee Rittenauer that I oh my uh, God. ran across with relationships. Oh my <laughs> God, the relationship now, record. That was a record yeah. that we recorded um, at IE. And Lee Rittenauer and I had done some work together, and I had also been the um, guest vocalist for Foreplay, which consists of Harvey Mason. Uh, whoo! Stephen Chris is the baddest drummer on the planet. Stephen E. Chris is Bob James. They wrote the thing. The theme song to Taxi. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Nathan East, the fabulous bass player. The bass oh, player. So that was four yeah. play. So I, I was I was on tour with them, and then Lee and I were so cool. And he's I, I just love some Lee Ritten. Lee Rittenauer has played on everybody's record on the planet, and so Lee was like, "Well, let's get together and do a record." And I was like, "Cool." So we did, mm. and um, it was all about all of my different kinds of relationships and things I've been through. And he gave me fantastic tracks to work with, and I wrote what I thought to be the perfect story on top of those tracks with melody and lyrics. Okay. Now, is there any particular relationship that you highlighted in that uh, record? Well, all of them, but the most, the one I was in at the time, the one that was, well, when the record started, I was in one, and on the on the way out, I was on the way out of that relationship. So I have oh. to, I have to would be the one that I wrote that was a, that, that really tugged at my heart. I have to. Now, before we get into your new single, there's a couple other things I want to do, too, because we have a video of you that I love. I'm glad you love the video. Yay! Mike C. loves the video. Thumbs up. (laughs) Woo-hoo! You are all the way live. All the time. I love you, Vesta. I love you. I love you back. It's Gemini. Are you a Gemini? Oh, you are. No. Aren't you a Gemini? Okay, they got all that wrong. No, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, I just had a birthday. Right. December. December 1st. December 1st, yeah. December oh, 1. Boy. That's a Sagittarius, That's right. baby. That's fire. Happy birthday. So before yeah. I get to the other ones, how come all these pretty women come out of Ohio? We got Holly Berry, we got Jack. Some in the water. Jane Kennedy. Some in the water out there. Ooh, Some in ooh, Jane I gotta Kennedy. Come to Ohio. Nancy Wilson. Jane Kennedy. Uh, yeah, uh, that's right. Nancy Wilson. Shirley Murdoch. Oh my God, I could go on and on and on and on, and all of them are friends of mine. Wow. So Beautiful you're, you're, women. You're, Soulful women. You're Right now, and I Pardon? know you worked with a buddy of mine. I know you worked with a buddy of mine last. Uh, well, last year we had him on the show. Phil Perry, are you planning oh on God. doing anything? Phil, I love Phil Perry. We we do we work together often. He is one of the uh-huh. greatest vocalists on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he, there's no one that has control like Phil Perry. He would be he's 1, awesome, uh, and he's a nice person on top of it, and he's also a oh, nice absolutely. man. He and his wife, Lil. I love them both. Lily. Right. And all them kids. I love them. Are you planning? Now, 
where do you feel more comfortable? Because you've done jazz and you've done R and B. Which which genre of music do you like better? I feel because comfortable with my practice. mouth open. <laughs> I hope you're here when we do that show that I got coming up. Oh, Woo! boy. <laughs> we got a young lady that wrote a book. I won't tell you about it right now. Yeah, but, yeah, um, I already know what you're talking about. You're talking about Corinne? Uh, no, Marlo Wright. Have you heard about it? Nope. Uh, we'll talk about that later, but let's let's get to this right, next Right, this is the best interview right now. Let's not get off the track. <laughs> Somebody for me. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, I wrote that too. That's you know, I've been looking, but I just can't find it. Sometime I think he must be hiding or something I cannot see waiting for me. I want to give my heart and soul, and all I need to know is there ever gonna be somebody for me. So then, since this is a relationship show, is have you found that someone right now? Are you in a relationship? I'm single. I'm single, but I have somebody single. that has been courting me that I really, really like. But I, I say oh. no more than I say yes, Mike. And why is that? I'm, I'm gonna get into your Kool-Aid just for a little bit. No, you're not. Cause I ain't gonna, I, listen, it's only far. I'm, it's only so far I'm gonna let you get without no sweetness. <laughs> No. Well, you don't. You don't. Well, do you know why? You, you know why? Don't. I'll answer if you want me to answer. The answer is yes. is that I haven't found anybody as of yet, as of yet. Even though I got my eye on something and something got his eye on me, um, mm-hmm. nobody that is is equally yoked. Equally yoked. Okay, I know what that is in the Bible. I have a whole lot of energy, and I have a lot of likes, and I have several dislikes, and I've been here long enough and been through enough relationships to know what I don't like. And, and what I don't you, like, I don't I don't compromise. I don't put up with it. I'm out. Absolutely, and that's the way it should be. So on that note, uh, this person that likes you, I, I presume, with all the relationships that you had and even writing the album, an album about it or music about it, uh, would you say you have a better finger on the pulse of what you want and choosing now than before? Well, yes, and I and and I like someone who has the same interests. That's what being equally yoked is: the same interests, the same loves, the same dislikes. We have we're very similar, and I have never met anybody as similar. Um, to me as this person. This person is very much like me, and I like what I see because I like me. I love me. So you know what? Now that I love what I see in the mirror, my, I love what I'm given, I want to see that back. That's a good thing. That is a very good thing. And and last question, is this gentleman out of the music industry or is he out of another industry? Is he out Not of in the, the music industry. Nope. Oh, it's good for you. Good for you. And you know that's the knock on a lot of people in the entertainment industry is that usually they are date someone in the industry. And, well, uh, you know what happens with you... that, Mike. You know what happens is that that's all you see. That's all you run into, unless you step True. outside the box of it. I mean, if I, you know, if I dated some of these, some, <laughs> if I dated. <laughs> I've been in the industry long time, so I've been there, done that. You can talk to me. You can talk to me. No, I I refrain from dating um, men in the industry 
and and everyone has an agenda, no matter what industry they're in. But you know, I'm looking for someone who's interested in in what I'm interested in right now. I'm interested in love. Hot damn. That's it. Now we, hot damn. Now we talking. Now we talking. Well, I got to go into this video before we get to your single, and then after we do your single, then I'm gonna let you go. Can you stick I... around just for a few? So, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to go into this song that is entitled Somebody for Me. It's by Vesta Williams. She wrote it. So Lee Lee, Whitnauer. To to the- <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. No, wait, wait, wait. No, who's the other writer on this one? This is um, the guy out of New York. Mm-mm. Oh. The big-time producer. Oh, oh Lord. That's a, well, there was a couple of other outside. Um, I don't have it in front of me because, you know, when you've done – when I'm on my that, seventh uh, album now. Barry Eastman? Barry J. Eastman. Woo! Yeah, Barry and I, I wrote that in at Barry's studio at his home in New York. Oh, okay. Barry. I go a long way back with Barry. Barry is awesome. Oh, Barry, he's one of the best. He's one of the best. And he's the sweetest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, please play that. I don't know if you ever met Bert, Bert Dicato. Nope. Does that name ring a bell to you? Okay, nope. well, he's the one that introduced me to Barry. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into this video because uh, up next, after we come back, we're going to uh, release the new single and play that for you. But this is one I think you'll like. Go to the Love Zone USA. You can see the new video. This one is entitled Somebody for Me here inside the Love Zone USA.
Zone USA. And we're going to talk to Vesta about her new single and uh, get her to uh, your new single. We're going to talk about that. That's not my new single? Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. That was uh, somebody. Never mind. Let me let you do what you do. (laughs) Somebody for me, the video that we just played. Who's the gentleman? Because I saw a comment on on the Internet today. The ladies were in love with him. Do you you remember the name of the gentleman? He's a model. He's a model, and he auditioned like the rest of them. Mm. He auditioned, and I and I always sit in on the um, on that part. That's that's one of the most enjoyable parts parts about my job. Is to sit there and have them take all the the shirt and stuff off, and tell them to turn around and look at them and look at their headshots, because some of them don't look nothing like those headshots. Oh, okay. All right. Nothing. That's some of those headshots is old. So um, when they come real. in there, and um, and uh, the producer and the director and myself. We look at everybody. We look at all wow. of them. Everybody, you know, we have a cattle call, and we have them all come in and out, and then we all agree upon the top three. We have them come back, have a have a second call, call back, and then we look at them again, and we narrow it down to the one. And you, you, you chose that one, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's not my normal choice of what I would choose for me. Oh, That's really? not what I would choose okay. for me, but for video, for video purposes, he was perfect for that particular song. Right, he was tall. He was tall enough. I like to, I like to climb my trees. <laughs> so height requirement would be what? Well, well, six we can't foot. Make Shortest is six foot. Nothing under six, six feet. Uh-huh. Sorry, uh-huh. did that before. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, now that you've already laid out that there is someone with genuine interest that you're, you know, I won't put you out there on our show because we, we, the whole mission of this show is that we want people to find the right relationship. And we always right. say sometimes the right relationship isn't in your own backyard. you got to widen your net so we're using yep. the internet now to uh, expand people's horizons. So tell me about these upcoming shows that I heard that you're going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to be uh, in, um, I'm going to be in Muskegon, uh, Michigan, February 5th. Okay. Are you going to be doing that show yourself or with others? Uh, me, myself, and I, the three of us. Good, good. Love it, love it. Love that it. would be Vesta at Tracks in Muskegon. And then okay. on uh, February February 12th, I am in Atlanta, and I am at Taboo, T-A-B-O-O, Taboo 2, in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Okay. And then at the Good. end of end of February, I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. But I don't have all the details in front of me right now. I'm just I have my eyes closed and I'm just remembering what's on my calendar that's current. That's good. That's good. I'm going to get the information from your uh, the, the, your your people and I'm going to post right. it on my Facebook right, page. Right. So right. Right. So the area they can uh, come by and see you. Come by. Why and not? See you. Now before we. Before we give away your music, I want to talk to you about an old friend of mine that uh, I think uh, she worked with you for a couple of years. Uh, Iris Perkins. Iris Perkins, yes. Yay, Perkins. Yay. That's my girl. We've been like sisters for years. We've been like sisters for years. I know. That A&M run. Oh, my gosh. All of those hits. Good old days, huh? Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah. The new and I'm I'm happy for the good new days too, but the good old ones are the foundation for the current ones. 
Absolutely. So this new label that you're with, uh, um, is, when will they be doing the album? Or the album drops in April. It's called Seven. I heard. I wanted you to tell them. Yeah, it's called Seven, seven because it's my what seventh is... album. Uh-huh. And did you do all the writing on this, or did you share Oh, no. Duties? No, no, no. I purposely did less writing on this because I wanted to say something from a different perspective. The songs that I wrote are is, is very, you know, all the credits are on there, but the ones that I wrote, um, with, I went to Cleveland, Ohio. I'm from Ohio. I went to Cleveland right. to record this record. This is the first record that I've recorded in Ohio. So wow. it was it was like, oh my god. It was it was totally a total different experience, a total different um uh, level of relaxation in the studio. Um wow. even though I haven't been under pressure any of the records right. I have done, but there's different time constraints and time restraints. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And yeah. so to be able to be to roll up and 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 sit there and just take your time and and by the way Tony Nicholas was the the music behind Gerald Levert. He wrote all those tracks for Gerald Levert. Whoa. So that's the kind of tracks I got. Oh, okay. So that's so, where this this new single is coming from. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew I felt something that yeah, some different. Bigger, but I couldn't tell from where it came. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you sound you sound fabulous on it and uh the Thank new label you. the new the, the new label, I guess they're they're going to be uh, working with you on the promotion for the new album as well, right? Well, you know what? At this point, I'm promoting Vesta. So whatever Whoa. they do, whatever they you do go. to promote the record, That's what I'm talking about. whatever they do to promote it is all gravy. That's what I'm talking about. Finally. Because, you know, I did an interview with the Whispers uh, a while back when I was at Sirius Satellite Radio. Sorry I didn't get to see you when you came by, but uh, maybe wow. I left by that. Yeah, I came by. Did I leave you a picture? Uh, You probably left it with BJ. BJ Stone, remember him? Yeah. <laughs> well, did I leave it yeah. for you? Because, see, they no, had signed several pictures to leave for different air personalities. But, you know, when you're in a my... rush, when you're going from one thing yeah. to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. I know, I know. I'll get mine later. You can you can sign up the other love song. Well, just just but tell, Eddie, tell tell Seth what you want. I'll get it to you. All right, Miss Seth is Seth is wonderful. He he's uh excellent. He's on top of stuff. Love. That's what I need. Somebody that's on top of stuff that ain't bull. Well, you know what goes behind he that. Is. Oh, absolutely. He's he's on top of it. I yep. I work with a lot of people in the business, and uh, he is definitely on top of it. Mm-hmm. He gets the job done with the quickness. You know, no long, drawn-out nothing. Boom, bam. This is this. Boop, bop, bop. That's how I like it. <laughs> well, we're going to get you to do some promos for the show, but in the meantime, in between time, uh, we're going to give away your single to some of our listeners. Oh, and, great. Uh, before we do that, I wanted to see, have you tell them about the story about Dedicated, because this this was really interesting to me about a man who didn't give up on a woman. Uh, why don't you explain that? Well, this song was written by Melanie Rutherford with Tony Nicholas for me. We sat down in the studio and we sat down and figured out what kind of songs that I needed for my record and what okay. what I wanted to say, what what direct, where I was coming from. This is someone right. that was in a relationship that stayed through all the bull stayed through all the, the traumatic times, through the good times and the bad times, right. you know, because you have some tumultuous right. times sometimes. 
You know, I'm I'm never I'm not, I haven't been at my best. You know, I I you know somebody that sticks with you through the trenches. Right, absolutely. The trenches, absolutely. like my fans. So this was dedicated to my fans because they have stood by me no matter what dress size, no matter right. what. As long as they can <laughs> see some Vesta, they don't care nothing about none of that. They don't care, well, but I- they are delighted to see that I'm healthy. And that I show up and I give, I lay everything on the floor on that on that stage. I leave it on the stage, baby. I come, I come I, to bring I, the noise. I come to bring a funky good time. We, we we go through a roller coaster of emotions, and then I'm gone. Well, I got to tell you, the next time you come to New York, I I need to see you because uh, I got to tell you, Vesta, I I'm a, I was a musician before I was a disc jockey. And what did you play? Uh, just about everything, a little bit of everything, pianos, horns, the whole nine. I write, Uh-oh, I write. Oh, oil fixation, oil fixation, oil fixation, oil fixation. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, your range, your alto, your contralto, all of that, when you hit those notes, i got to tell you, since Phyllis Hyman, she was a good friend of mine. That was a friend of mine as well. Really, I miss her so much. Oh, she was wonderful. She was wonderful people. Crazy, too. But I... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Crazy like me. Good crazy, not bad crazy. Good crazy. That absolutely. fun, you want to be around kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And when you hit those low notes in the alto, you remind me so much of her, and you dominated oh, that wow. space. I'm glad. What I'm an glad honor. You. What an honor I'm for you to say you that. Absolutely. Ooh, I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a little ear left, just a little one. And <laughs> you hit those you got half an ear? Half of your life. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I love for you to stay down there in that alto because you I love, control I love it. Her. Let me, I love to hover in all of them. All of them are comfortable. Oh. I love to hover yeah, in yeah. all of them. But those lows are usually the ones. I mean, most of these people now, they they, they, exactly. sing, they like to sing, go for the high notes for the what they think is the uh, right. theatrical notes. And I'm not mad at them that they could do it. Right. But they're going to be mad that they got to do it when they're about 50. <laughs> Ooh, they're going to be mad about that. Yeah, well, you, you still holding your own. They're going to be like, woo-wee, I wish I hadn't done that. You are definitely holding your own on the high notes as well. Thank you. God bless you. Vesta, I know you got to run. It's been my pleasure to have you here inside the Love Zone. I'm hoping that you'll stop back by when the album drops in April, and we'll be glad to have you, and you're part of the Thank family you. now. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, when you come to New York, you know, I'm going to keep in touch with Seth and you, and uh, hopefully I get a chance to see you live because I believe you blow it down just like Phil. I can, I, I, I know who the live ones are. <laughs> Very good. And you know what, Mike? God bless you and your listeners. All jokes aside, put God first and everything else will fall into place. Well, on that note, I'm going to close the show and say, Dustin, thanks for stopping by. We're going to play your single and take you out with Dedicated. Here yeah. Inside the Love Zone. Dedicated to you. Absolutely. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Inside the Love Zone, it's Vesta from a new album, Seven. This is Dedicated. You have the ability to 
The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. Love Zone here, the temptation. was a caller for our special guest tonight, Mr. Danny Glover. And that's one of the things that we do around here on the Love Zone USA. So with no further ado, I'm going to uh, feature our guest right now. Here, ladies and gentlemen, my good friend and our guest tonight and our feature, Mr. Danny Glover on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Please, it gives me proud pleasure to welcome our guest and honoree this night on the Champagne Toast and Tribute to the Stars. Here's Mr. Danny Glover. Danny, are you there with me? Uh, I'm here with you, Mike T. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, uh, my man. I'm doing good. I know you're on a tight schedule. I know you're on a tight schedule. we got people waiting to, to talk to you. But first, I'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule because I know you've been busy. You're going crazy. And I know you got another upcoming engagement, but I want to start off with real quick before we start taking some calls from people. Uh, let's talk about 
your parents. That's where it all started. And uh, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your parents and your background in San Francisco and, and what, it, what it meant to you growing up in San Francisco. Well, it, it meant so much, but it, it meant even more because my parents were just just good people. You know what I'm saying? Both my mother and father, they were funny, engaging. Imagine I was a foot taller than, I was a foot taller than my father, and I'm the second tallest, you know. So he had to be some kind of special. You know, my dad was a prince, man. And my mom, as one brother, a uh, friend of mine referred to her as a force of nature, is a woman who, who part of my moral underpinning was when my mother told us that she'd be eternally grateful for her mother and father because she didn't have to pick cotton in September, she went to school in September. So you get an idea of the temperament, you know, that you have there. She graduated from Payne College in 1942, and then she met, then she uh, she was in New York, and she met my dad, and they, they, they married. He was in the Army. He was stationed upstate New York, and he was in the Army. He was transferred to, first of all, to Los Angeles, discharged in Oakland, California, and they decided to stay. And and certainly that was huge, you know. We lived in the housing projects with uh, uh, four of us, actually, four kids at the time before the fifth child was born and for, until I was 11 years old. And then we bought our first home, and I grew up in, uh, in, in, in a historically interesting place called the Haight-Ashbury. And I grew up there uh, from 19, uh, my parents went to the house in 1957, and I still live in the same community. I still live within about nine blocks of my home. Wow, wow. You know, so but they were there. They were they were worked in their union. They were postal employees. They they were very active in their union. Uh, and so I came up in a union household. And that was a very important, but there's certain, there's certain kind of elements and certain kind of dynamics about coming up in a union household, you know, and having people, having people uh, who respect working people, and who organize in, in order to make changes and best things better for working people, and that's what that's what my parents were about. So I was fortunate for that, you know. And they were just good people. We did everything. We did everything as a family, you know. There was no me and I. I came up in a family and, and with, with with parents who said there's no gender-based activity, you know. That we all wash dishes, we all cook. Get all my floors and clean up and everything else, and that was a very, very, very much important, a very important part of my my upbringing, you know. And you know, when my mother was very close to her mother and father, you know, our vacation would mean sometimes going down to rural Georgia, riding three days across the country, going down to rural Georgia, spending three weeks there, two weeks there, and then another week and a half in New York, driving to New York, doing another week and a half. That was a vacation. So she was able to visit her mother and father in her home and her extended family there and also to go up and visit her aunts and cousins and her sister who lived in New York as well. Wow. And so that, Danny, that was the basis that's the basis of my witch call. They were just they were just beautiful. They they they, they worried too much, at least my mother did, you know. They they but I am telling you boy, some people try to treat either either in some embellish their childhood or they try to kind of forget it because it was so it had such a damaging impact on it. But that may be embellished them. But if I embellish it a little bit, I have not embellished it enough, you know, to right. be with those men, that, that, that man and that woman who didn't have to walk around and say, "I love you," but 
but it was in the spirit and what they did and the commitment to their family and commitment to their children. That was that was a critical part of my, my upbringing. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I hope that I know you have to, uh, you got another meeting in just a little while. I hope you can take mm-hmm. a call or two from our audience. Uh, I, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Well, let me get a couple of more quick questions in for you. Okay. Amiri Baraka, right. I, I was I was looking on YouTube. I did some research, and Amiri Baraka, why don't you tell our audience, since I'm from Newark and I know Amiri, and I know his son, who is now a councilman in my district, yeah. Roz Baraka, why don't you tell our audience how he influenced you as far as your acting career? Well, I mean, Amiri Baraka uh, is one of the extraordinary voices in American literature and world literature. And uh, brilliant, brilliant. His essays, his, his, his writings, his plays, whether it's slave ships or, or, or uh, all the work that he's done has made the contribution. At the time that I first was introduced to acting, not as a queer, but acting as a platform to now engage the community in valuable discussions about themselves and the world they live in. That's what that's what cultural art provides you to do. Cultural art gives you a a a a a, a platform or as how, how would you say a a, a ta- image, tableau of images which you're able to identify with and then you say, That reminds me, I see myself in these people's expressions of these stories, within these stories. I see myself, I see my family, I, I see incidents and all that. That's one of the important things about it, I think, that, that art does. Because art is the human experience. That's what it is. It's the human pain, it's the human pathos, it's the human joy, love, all that's what art is that represents that. I don't care if you're doing something that's real or something that's based in, 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 in realism. And so Mary Brockett comes out here to San Francisco State invited in spring of 1967 by the Associated Students to set up a community communication project. Now we have one of the leading proponents of black art in 1967 in this country coming out to San Francisco State. That was huge for us as a black student union, getting the Associated Students to bring him out here. That's the first thing. And he, he kind of galvanized some of the intentions and the work that I think the black student union was trying to do effectively drawing itself closer to the community, bringing the community and providing access to the community on campus, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there was a feedback that he got. It informed dramatically, dramatically what I thought art should be about, you know, and, and what it could do, the power of it. And we know the power of it. You know, sometimes we're, 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 we're uh, seduced to believing that it's simply entertainment, but image is a character there. Images and perceptions are carried through art and through cultural production. So there's value in that, and it's powerful. Why do you think the people who control it control it? Because mm. they know how valuable it is, and they want it in their hands, and they want the images defined by themselves, not by those who are in most need of defining the images to, to, to carry on with their lives and to uplift their lives. But that's what, he, that's what I learned from Mary Baraka. It's the first time I'd ever been on stage. I was 20 years old, wow. you know. And he came to the Black Student Union office and he said, I want some of your so-called revolutionary brothers to come be in this place. And I said, well, you know, why not? I'd never done it before, you know. And so everybody else was doing it, and I did it. Funny how things go, you know. And it certainly, certain, certainly uh, 
certainly was was an important part of of my upbringing and my and my acculturation acculturation around art, you know. And so, I, I mean, he was he was a major influence and a major power in in terms of self, uh, uh, establishing uh, that, that relationship. And why don't you tell our audience, this is one story I know they must hear. They must hear before I take a call. And I'll take a call uh-huh. after you tell, talk about this story. You've done so many movies. I look today, and I could only count 75. Is it more than that, Danny, or about that? The amount of movies that you've done? I, I can't tell you how many I've done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes I I, I, I don't count. There's so many. You don't, you, what you do when you're building a career you're just doing, you know what right. I'm saying? You're right. doing, and you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not, you're not counting how many films you move from one job to the next job and the next job, and just be grateful that they have the next job, you know. <laughs> and that's one of the things that I have. Well, what story were you referring to? Uh, my- well, I wanted to talk about the fact that Lethal Weapon was so huge. And I think it did 67 million, um, from what I looked at it on the Actors Studio with the, uh, the host James Lipton. And he said, even after that, it established you as a major star. But he talked about racism. And before you answer this question, Danny, I got to ask you to tell the people about the expression "so what." <laughs> so it's so what? interesting. It's so interesting that something happens. You know, life is. You know, there's so many people put in, put in, and, 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 and have input in your life. And sometimes you don't even know who they are. You don't know when they see you doing something. You don't know that when they kind of like take a note, let's say, put that, file that back in their file cabinet, file that back in the back of their mind. I saw him do this in a small theater here somewhere, in a little small theater, and then let me file that back, see where, watches his career, watches where he goes. So by the time we get to Lethal Weapon, the first lethal weapon is what I have done. My first major role was in Places in the Heart with Sally Fields. I did play the bad cop and witness. I was in Silverado with the whole group in Silverado, Kevin Klein, Kevin Cosner, Scott Glenn, John Cleese, uh, a whole group of people. I was doing that, Linda Hunt. Then after that, I did The Color Purple. So that's my roster, the first four films that I did. Well, it comes, what happens this is what happens when you begin in a casting room. And also before anything goes out or over the wire about what roles are available and everything else, the casting director, the director get together, and they begin to talk about their wish list, who they want for this role. And so that's what Richard Donner, the director, and he's, he's chronicled this whole story in his book. He said it changed his life. Richard Diamond, director, sat down with Marion Doherty. Now, Marion Doherty, you have to understand who Marion Doherty is. She's 87 mm-hmm. years old now. Mm-hmm. But Marion Doherty is the dean of modern casting. All she's right. casting movies for Clint Eastwood. She's casting De Niro, Pacino, Meryl Streep, all the people that you see around here, that, 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 whole, that whole group, that generation, that burst off on the scene. She casted them in films. So Richard Diamond sat with her her assistant, himself, and his assistant. And the first thing, and maybe his, his, his secretary, and said, well, I'm looking at this role. Who, who do you want for Reeves? And Marion says, he's listening to her suggestion. How about Mel Gibson? I like him. 
That's good. Good choice. Let's see what his availability is. Then he says, well, who are you thinking about for Murtaugh? And she says, well, what about Danny Glover? And Richard, before he even can think about it, Richard Donald, the director, was there, but he's black. And she looks at him, takes a moment, looks at him, and says, so what? Huge. Mm. Didn't, didn't, didn't back down. Didn't just say, so what? Richard said, took a, took a moment, looked at himself, I call myself a, li- a liberal. I call myself a liberal. And I just, look at Mike T, I just heard this, this story no more than about three months ago. Wow. I never knew it. It took place in March or whenever they decided to make the decision of 1986. And I just heard this story. Wow. And her so what? Translate that into what has happened to my career. Translate that into that to say, and looking at a, a genre film, a film which is a franchise film, and what it means to my, meant to my career. Translate right. that into the fact that when you go to Paris and land in France, you know, or you go to everywhere in, 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 in the Caribbean or in Africa and everything else, or in South Asia, Southeast Asia, the first thing they say is leave the weapon. Right. Leave the weapon, the first thing. To translate all that, that's what that is. That's what that meant. So it was wow. a huge, a huge moment for me, you know. You could talk about what I, what has happened, but sometimes it's someone that stands up and says, so what? Someone stands up and says that and breaks the barrier, breaks the silence. Right. You know, and and, and I never knew that. But there's always this kind of, I always felt that Marion Doherty was kind of an angel for me, always looking out for me. Every time I see her, she, mm. she, she, she'd be so effusive, you know, in, in, her, in, in me seeing it. And I didn't know that story had happened. Wow. She made the decision to stand up. And sometimes people, it needs courage. We need a lot of people in the world right now, a lot of people in this country and other people saying, so what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right now I'm going to take a call on line one, Danny. I know time is tight, but I'm going to get, we got a couple of callers in here. On line one from Michigan, uh, who do we have? And, uh, have your question, and let's make it a little quick because Danny is tight on time, but I, I, I said I would respect that, and he is here. So uh, your name and where you calling from? Is that me? Yes, it is you. All right. Hello. My name is Jim Gary. I uh, live in Hawaii, but I'm in Michigan right now, and I have two short questions. One is uh, if you could choose a second home anywhere in the world, where would you live? And the other one is, what's happening with Tucson, the Overture? Well, Tucson is still a movie that, that is on our radar screen. We're trying to raise the money. It's one of those things that if you have a passion for something, you've got to stick with it all the way through. It doesn't always happen, and all the elements don't come together like you want them to come together, but we're working on it still. It's still, it's still what I define as our signature for our company, Tucson. So that's the first thing. Another place, if I had another place to live, I mean, I, I, my second home, I, how about just having a first home? You know, I mean, people, people, people right here talking about uh, foreclosures and everything else. I'm happy that I, I live in the neighborhood I grew up with. I, I live in San Francisco. I call the, the area I live in, the Bay Area, my home. So I, I take ownership for, for everything around here. But if there was a, there was, it's, it's hard to say where would be the other place. Uh, I would want to be live in, 
Uh, there are certain other places, there are many places I want to live in, and, and I don't, I don't want to any, any way diminish those other wonderful places by naming one. Okay. Well, uh, I want to thank you. I've, uh, since I've been in Detroit, I think you've been here a couple of times, once with uh, Grace Boggs, and I didn't know you were going to be at the event. If I had known, I would have come. I love your social consciousness, and I wish you the best for everything that you want to do in the future. Thank you. I was just in Detroit uh, at, at the or- uh, the uh, the orchestra uh, place uh, uh, showing a film uh, uh, that I, my company produced, my, myself and my uh, producing partner, Jocelyn Bonds, called Soundtrack for Revolution. You know, we were at uh, a venue uh, uh, not far from the, the – uh, the uh the grand uh the grand uh, I can't think of the the, the the Grand Hyatt Hotel, I believe the Grand Hyatt Motor City Hotel around there just recently. Just just the last uh Friday. Well do you have like a, a website or something where people can know like how would I know if you're coming back here? Well, I don't know. I don't I don't really have a website. I need to do better on that. We're trying to do better on that, getting information out to let people know uh, people Twitter me uh, quite often, and and so we're we're, we're working on something. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank All you. Right. Thank All you right very there. much. Okay. And we got another call online too uh, from your area of neck of the woods, uh, Danny. We got someone here from Oakland. All right. Hi, Oakland. This is Carol Coles calling from. Oakland, California, Mr. Glover, we have several people here that are toasting you as I speak, and I have a question for you. I'm right out Were you at the 57th Street Gallery or what? Oh, uh, we are looking at, are you ready? The what? San Francisco Golden Gate from our deck. Oh, Oh, we are beautiful. looking at the San Mateo from our deck. We are beautiful. looking at the Bay Bridge from our deck and the Dumbarton from our deck, Mr. Glover. So if you come to Oakland, we have a place for you to just enjoy the view. Oh, beautiful, 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 beautiful. We do yeah. have one question for you. I know that you have limited time. You have had many wonderful roles. Is there a role that you have always wanted to play, or is there a role that you're thinking about that you're going to play? You are such a role model for all of us. Could you share that with us? Well, I I usually talk about stories, uh, the possibility of doing stories and their roles within stories, and their great roles within stories. But there's, there's certain individuals that, that I admire and, 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 and exceptional men uh, in history. Uh, and, and at the top of that list is Paul Robeson. You know, uh, if, if I had a chance to, to, to play an older Paul, you know, during that period when he's, he's fighting, uh, 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 you know, right there to speaking truth to power, as they always did, and fighting the uh, committee uh, uh, on un-American activities and all the things that happened to them, I would love to do that. So if there was one role that I would, would want to do, it would be that. But that's that's within a story. It can't be just about him within the context of his life. But but that's that's one example. Yes. 
Well, Mr. Glover, you cannot believe this, but our father who passed, Paul Robeson, was one of his heroes. And God bless you. I hope in my life and my nephew's life and my brother's life that we get to see you play this role. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, then. All right. And, uh, Danny, before I let you go, if there's any other callers, give us a call at 347-539-5729. Danny's just got a few minutes left, but I want to ask a question, Danny. I know uh-huh. you're influenced by Harry Belafonte and James Earl Jones, Sidney Poitier, and all of that good stuff. We, we can't come on this show without talking about love. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I know I, I, what can't, does can't come love... Can't come on the show without talking about... I'm sorry? Talking uh-huh. about love. Yeah, it's called the yeah. Love Zone USA. So yeah. who are the loves in your life, and why don't you tell us about your family and who you're in love with? Well, well the, the, the love, love of my you. life is, is my uh, extraordinary wife. Uh, uh, and certainly uh, extraordinary and, and, and beautiful and brilliant. And that's uh, Dr. Iliani Caballero. Uh, and how did y'all meet? We met at a conference in Brazil. She's a professor of education, and she is quite, quite something special. And then certainly right right there at the same level, certainly is my daughter and my my boy, my man, my main <laughs> man, my grandson, Adi Shola Glover, my, All right. my buddy. Adi Shola Glover, right. those are my loves right there. You know? All right. Yeah, yeah. So two more questions, and I'm going to take one call, and I'm going to let you roll. Um, activism. Why does an actor of your caliber still do that? And would you tell our audience, for those actors out there or young actors up and coming, that's a slippery slope to be doing activism and being politically conscious. How do you navigate that and why? Well, first of all, I'm a citizen. And I'm serious about that. Who I am as a citizen, the work that I do as a citizen goes beyond what my profession is. I'm a father, a grandfather, a husband, a citizen, an artist. And it's important to understand that. I don't abdicate my responsibility as a citizen because I have to have a platform that has made me visible. It still gives me an opportunity to talk about the things that happen in my community. There's homeless shelter in my community. There are people who walk around homeless in my community. There are people that families were homeless in my community. There are people who have deal with the issues and the courage it takes to deal with their substance abuse in my community. All those are people unemployed in my community. There are people by losing, by able to lose their house in their community. All those are things that happen. There are young people in my community. And so I think it's, it, 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 is, it is my responsibility as an artist to talk about those things as an artist, an activist, and a citizen to talk about those things. So the activism comes long before I became an artist. I don't stop being that because of that, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when it's all said and done, Danny, what would you like for your audience and your fans to remember you most by when the book is written? I know there are still a lot of chapters left, but when it's finally written, what would you like for your audience to know most about you and remember you most for? Well, you know, I, I, I'm, 
I don't know, you know, other than that that I believe uh, relentlessly in our capacity as human beings to change the world that we live in. I'm a dreamer. I mean, I may get, it may be difficult sometimes to uphold dreams. It may be times where you may become uh, despondent about what is happening around you. But ultimately, ultimately, I'm someone who believes that we human beings evolve and have the possibility of, of, as someone would say, be the change that you want. Mm. You know, you know, that's it. Be the change. I believe that. Well, I know in the future you and I are going to be working together with this next company, and I want to talk about that just a little bit before you go. It's a it's a company that uh, deals in coffee, and for those in the audience that don't know, it has a, a unique distribution model, which we know is network marketing, and Danny's involved. Multi-level, multi-level marketing is something that's been done at, at, at for well over 100 years at some level. And, and it's evolved in the 21st century, the last part of the 21st century, 20th century, and 21st century, to be what it is. So it's important to understand that that place that that companies like Mary Kay and other companies come into existence because they're visionary people who find another way in which to get a product from the from the manufacturer of that product to the customer. And that's what it is in some sense, you know. And you become, it teaches you levels of entrepreneurship as well. So that's the first thing. But we have a wonderful coffee called Serenity. It is a premium uh, Arabica bean, and it has a Chinese herb called Ganoderma, G-A-N-O-D-E-R-M-A. Ganoderma is used by, been used for 4,000 years by the Chinese. It has that in it. And it's a healthy coffee. It sounds like an oxymoron, but it's a healthy coffee. And mm-hmm. we're in business about that. If people want to get want to uh, 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 become involved with them, I'm sure you're going to give them information about that viewers in the coming. Oh, in the com- yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And lastly, I know that uh, you don't have a website, Danny, but for those fans who would like to contact you, is there a way for them to contact you, an email or or uh, an associate? or uh, That's up to you. But uh, if our fans would like to uh, reach out to you and touch, is there a way for them to contact you in the future? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm always thinking that, that people can contact me uh, most times, and, and I'm right now, Lost for the number because I'm trying to uh, trying to move on to this meeting that's so given to start now. But you can okay. contact me. I can give you a number uh, that, that, that's easy to contact me. Uh, leave a message uh, at five ten four five zero twenty five hundred. Leave a message for us, okay? All right, five one zero four five zero twenty five hundred. Okay. All right, All right. Danny, right. thank you so much for coming it's on our wonderful. show this Thank evening. you so much, Mike T. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Not right, a problem. Bro. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our show for this evening, featuring Miss Vesta Williams, the late, great Vesta Williams, and Danny Glover, good friend of mine. 
here on the Love Zone USA. Well, that looks like uh, that wraps it up for me. But if you see any of the uh, featured shows, once a month we'll be featuring some of our uh, top shows from the 10 years that we've been on the radio. And we'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening and supporting. And we hope and trust that you tell your friends about us. It's the Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart. We live, love, and learn. We're here to educate, elevate, and most of all, entertain. And besides thanking you, our audience, I'd like to thank some more people that have been very instrumental. Uh, we'll be thanking them all year long. That has helped build this to what it has achieved. 360,000 plus listeners, 10 years on the radio, six shows broadcasting, and we're going to be adding a lot more once we go 24-7 and get our brand new website. I would be remiss if I didn't thank these people. Tony Diamond, Mr. Uh, Program Director for the Love Zone USA, and my producer for many, many years. Ms. Denise Duran, I can't say enough about that lady. She has been our operations manager, and she's the glue that keeps it together. We have uh, Ann Smith, production assistant. You hear her producing a lot of the shows on air, specifically the uh, Girlfriend Network. Uh, we have my assistant back. Her name is Brianna Robinson. She keeps it organized for me and helps me to I guess, free my hands up to do other things. <laughs> and then we have our on-air staff, Rolls Royce of Soul Paradise. Yeah, you can check them out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. right here on the Love Zone USA. We've got Karishma Thomas and Nikon Martin, host of The Girlfriend Network. Yeah, for those of you ladies who like to stay connected. Tasha Little Queen, we just discovered her, and she's got the show on the hip-hop. Christian Connection on Sundays, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell your friends about it if you want a little bit of uh, love, marriage, uh, dating, and all of that relationships mixed with gospel music with a little twist. Check her out every Sunday. Then we have the Plus Size Life Entertainment featuring our hosts Jackie Almonte and Zohela Jason. They have uh, come on board. And really done a good job catering to the plus-size women in our audience. And then we have Miss Fala Moreno. You heard her along with me uh, doing the Love Zone USA, especially with the interview she did with uh, Miss Denise Williams, our operations manager, when they both interviewed Faith Evans. That's going to be one of the shows we'll be featuring. And last but not least, a young lady who is... Uh, Doing her job, you're going to be introduced to her this year, Adrienne Monroe. She's writing uh, our new reality show called Urban Love Diary. Be sure to check us out right here. I'd like to thank all of them because none of this would be possible without their assistance and us working as a team. On that note, as I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. Hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. Whatever you do. Do it with two. It's more fun than one. And until next week, we'll be right here next week with Dr. Ross. And uh, it's the Love Zone USA right here on the Social Media Entertainment Radio Network. Until next week, 
I know this is a party, but sigh. Could you please sing us a song? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, 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 That's all I see 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.